0: Hey everyone, Aaron Stewart from The Little Black Couch. Just jumping on live real quick to talk about, I've had a couple weird things happen today that have caused me to think, which is always dangerous. But I wanted to talk about just a couple ideas that are running by and I think that this is sort of a reoccurring theme in my life recently, so it's probably worth talking about or I won't sleep tonight. And you know what, I'm gonna do some online Let me just do some online. Can I do that? Maybe I can't. Ah, Anyway, let's run the intro and we'll get started with a little discussion from our good friend, buddy, the little black cat. So friends, welcome, friends. What did, my, what did my daughter ask me to say? Friends of the internet, my internet friends. I think that's what she told me I needed to say. So, hello, my internet friends. Sorry, uh, your father's embarrassed you again, my sweet daughter. Hello, my internet friends. Thanks for joining me today on the little black couch. I really appreciate it. I want today's topic is going to be one that I hope is helpful to a lot of folks. It's caused me a lot of. Um, a lot of thought today and and typically i don't i don't like to spend too much time uh, getting too in the weeds i like to just work and get stuff done but this has caused me great pause so i've had to sit back and think a little bit and consider a few things so but first let's always we've got to make sure that we say hi to buddy or that's going to go going to go south in a hurry he does a lot for me around here and he now has a close-up cam there on the live uh, little black couch cam. So we have sort of a, a learned scholarly face, and then we've kind of got the crazy, crazy face emoji there. And, and as I attempt to do with every episode, I want to have those uh, emojis represent kind of what we're talking about today. And so this, um, this line of thought, came from a couple couple experiences I had today. Uh, a good friend of mine who I've, I've become much better friends with uh, as of late. Um, she's one of the coaches in the programs that I'm in. Um, she lost her she launched her lost launched her podcast today. Um, and I know that she's had a lot of anxiety and apprehension about starting a podcast. And it's Brace for Impact is the name of the pod, of the podcast. and it's uh, Casey Brown. And or Cassie, I think she says Cassie. It's K A C I, and I'm not, I'm not very smart, so I always get confused. So, but anyway, cool podcast. I listened to. Um, f- I think she's got five episodes up, so I went through three of them, and I just really loved um, message uh, the message she presented. She does a really good job. She's one of the coaches in the program we're in, and then I've joined her, I've joined her little mastermind group, which has been really fun, really amazing people, um, very thoughtful. Um, helpful people um, really amazing so that's been a great honor and, a, and honestly a, a big upgrade to my life frankly for the last two or three weeks it's been really helpful but some of the things that she said there she kind of discussed her we call it an origin story but her story on how she came to the epiphany that she needed to to get going and do something different and it's really powerful and it's very nice so I definitely recommend that you go over to uh, brace for impact and listen to, um, listen to Cassie. She does an amazing job. She really does. And so that was that kind of got my mind started. Um, then I have a, another friend who, uh, an acquaintance really. I've actually never met most of these people. Um, we'll be off to Denver tomorrow, and I plan to meet tons of them. But, um, but we've become friends online again through the same group. And she is a she is in a situation where she has. Um, She's quite uh, prolific and, and publishes, and she's quite knowledgeable in international business and foreign currency things, and she's got a kind of a hater. Uh, and, and recently this hater put up uh, quite a, I actually watched it today, a video uh, about her and what she does and what she's trying to do in investing, and he just uh, attempted to, to, uh, to tear her to shreds. And, and I was like, gosh, dude, you know, why in the world, first off, Going negative against your competitors, I don't always recommend it. I just think that uh, more often than not, you're going to come off as petty and unprofessional. And th- those aren't typically the kind of people you want to attract in a business. <laughs> the ones that, uh, like a moth to a flame, come for the negativity a- and uh, the unprofessionalism, not really the best people you want to build your business on. So, just, you know, word to the wise um and maybe right that should be considered a maybe a life hack don't going negative in your marketing message not real helpful um there's there's definitely opportunities and that can be done very professionally where you can after you've can you know if you're going through the process of sharing what you can do and how you are going to benefit a client people don't buy because of of any sort of feature set. They buy because of, of what it's going to be able to do for you. So if you can stay really positive. I do know that there is um, some terminology in the online world that talks about throwing stones, throwing rocks at some of the competitors. Um, I think that you have to be careful there. Maybe do it a little tongue in cheek, have some fun with it. But to go hardcore negative, uh, and this guy did. I mean, he went super hardcore negative. The thing that was interesting to me is he was, um, he made sure that he said it was an opinion, but he was attacking her credibility as an expert and and uh, and yet, I couldn't find any where he listed his credentials or why he was an expert to provide an opinion he wasn't offering an expert opinion. he was just offering opinion. and then that gets into this whole uh, discussion on who's an expert and who has the right to offer an opinion that obviously means anybody has a right to offer an opinion but some opinions are educated opinions and some opinions are not and based on all the research that i did on this guy he has absolutely he's done a lot of different videos and he has a lot of great opinions but uh, there is no data on his track record or if he's been successful at all or if he has any degrees or anything in finance he just uh, he does have some really um he has a lot of opinions and he does like to go negative and it was interesting to see he had uh, i think it was like nine thousand subscribers so some people do get all hopped up and and excited about those sorts of things but I doubt many of them buy anything and he was just pitching his own financial services somehow so it was a very interesting a very interesting thing to see and that got me into a, a lot of a, a lot of different um things I had a, a breakfast this morning with a a friend who is passing through town on his way to Denver, where we'll be tomorrow. And um, we so we had breakfast this morning, had a good conversation about life and business and, and those sorts of things, and and that got me thinking as well. So it's been a, a day of, of a lot of thinking, which isn't typically, um, especially not about business. I, I, do, I just don't like to get too deep into things. but. The the question or the um, yeah the question that came out of it is what makes an expert? What is it? And and how do we go about finding our experts? And there's lots of different ways to do that. We can go about how much money they've made over the course of their life doing any given thing and say, you know what, they're successful. They're an expert. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to I'm going to model what they're doing and go after it that way, um, which is great unfortunately, that's not always the best way to go. Uh, I think most of my successes in in our businesses have been frankly pretty lucky. Um, I didn't have, um, they just kind of fell into place. There was nothing that I, I did expertly well that, that uh, made it work out. There wasn't any sort of brilliance or anything. It just kind of happened where we were talking about certain things and provided solutions and came up with other things and it just sort of worked out so to say that um, and, and so you look at a person like me right I've got I just looked up at the degrees the wall of in, in, I don't know what we used to call it but anyway so I've got my degrees up there from uh, undergraduate uh, graduate business graduate school and also my doctorate is up there right so you I can put a lot of letters after my name but I gotta tell you I'm an idiot I'm a totally idiot. I know nothing. Okay, um, but these seem to have some sort of influence on people, um, and uh, you know, after you've had uh, some successful businesses and you've been successful, and then you have some uh, degrees in college and whatever, and I do love to learn, I love to learn a lot of different things, and I know a lot of stuff about a lot of things, but to come right out and proclaim myself to be an expert in anything would be a, just a, it, it would just seem to be quite a, um, quite a spectacular lie. I just, I'm, a, I'm an expert at being, um, of, of living 52 years and coming up with a lot of different experiences and things. Now, does that make me an expert at being a 52 year old? I, I, I mean, I guess as much as any other 52 year old, um, but my experience have been very different from anybody else's experiences, and I can't say that my uh, way of being a fifty two year old is any better than anybody else's way of being a fifty two year old. No, There's no way for any of us to gauge one another and make any sort of accurate judgment as to how much of an expert they are in anything else. I just I can't see it. There's, we have ways where we can do it where we can say, okay, they've got degrees, they've had success,, um, you know, they don't have tattoos all over the face. I don't know. But how do you make sure that they are an expert? And, and it comes right down to, I don't think you can. Um, I don't think that there's any really one best way of doing anything, um, especially when we're talking about business. Just There are... Um, The people that we're servicing and we're coming after and we're trying to intrigue with our marketing efforts and our sales efforts are all different. And they have different experiences and they've been through different things. And different messages are going to work differently for each kind of person. And, yes, you can find large groups of a certain type of avatar that may be more interested than other groups, especially when you can get down into sort of the demographics of things. There's definitely certain stages of life where um, other things become more popular. I, I mean, I get it. We all get it, right? A sleep apnea machine is going to be much more readily advertised to somebody of my age than it is going to be to somebody who's, you know, 12, 13, right? I mean, there's just certain things and you never market a brand new car to somebody who doesn't have a driver's license, right? There's some easy, simple things like that where we can define our markets quite easily. But to get from there, I think it gets to be pretty difficult. The whole point then of this discussion is, for any of you out there who are entrepreneurs and want to go out and have something that you're interested in, that you've learned about, that you've become proficient in, you are an expert. As much as I hate to admit it, I really do. I mean, Those degrees cost me a lot of time and money, um, and I feel like I did learn how to learn and I became a much better student because of it, and I wouldn't trade them for the world. But to say that I can sit here in all honesty tell you that I feel like an expert because of those is would be completely false. I, I don't feel any, I don't feel like I'm any more of an expert than anybody else because of those. I am grateful for the knowledge and the experiences that came because of those. And again, those are the degrees up there on the wall. But I don't feel like that. Um, I, I don't feel like that. That should be a reason why somebody would choose to work with me as opposed to anybody else. I think that that really has to go towards, do you um, like my ideas? Do you like um, um, how I coach? Do you like um, some of the strategies I come up with based on my experiences or not? And if you don't, you shouldn't work with me, and if you do, then you should work with me. And that's how we should really go about choosing our our folks that we work with. I mean, how comfortable do you feel when you're talking to this person? Like that, that guy with the YouTube video that went all negative, I wouldn't feel comfortable trusting him with my money. Dude's negative, and he acted like a like an ex-boyfriend more than a, a financial professional of any sort. Uh, no, no way. I do business with him. Okay, so he may he may be an expert, but I couldn't find where he had any expertise. And the way he presented himself made it impossible for me to ever want to do anything with the guy. Um, so, no thanks. So when you frame your, I, I guess. It's very just understand that it doesn't matter how many degrees you have or how much experience you have or whether you feel like you have the right. And I think that's sometimes where people get tripped up, where you feel like you have the right to an express an opinion about something that you've learned to become proficient as, proficient of. You do. And if you happen to be able to know enough about something where you can convince others to follow along with you and that what you have um, overcomes enough object- objections and makes them feel so comfortable that they're willing to give you money in order to get your expertise, then that's great and that's what has to happen. I I, uh, I struggle with the same thing. Um, and I, I think part of the reason I went and got all those t- degrees was try to overcome that um, insecurity and uh, yeah. it didn't work. Good education, but insecurities are still there. So. If you believe that uh, any number, any, it doesn't matter how much you've practiced, it doesn't matter how much um, experience you have, it doesn't matter what you've accomplished in your life and what you haven't, we all feel the same when it comes to trying to put ourselves up as experts. There's some that will pretend that they don't mind, but I honestly believe that from a Tony Robbins to anybody else, we all get nervous when we think that we're setting ourselves up as an expert at anything. Um, Because there's always that self-doubt inside, and that's just part of it. So hopefully that's helpful to somebody. Um, It's definitely helpful to me. I I need to remind myself about this all the time, and I think about it a whole lot. So maybe this will work for you as well. Till next time, Aaron Stewart from The Little Black Couch saying thanks for joining me. Everyone, I want to really thank you so much for joining me on your entrepreneurship journey. If there's anything you learned today or if there is a topic you would like me to discuss in the future, I would really love to hear from you. I do have a favor to ask. Would you please subscribe to our podcast or Facebook page and please like, share, and use the hashtag the little black couch? It would really help get this message out and hopefully help more people like us. Now let's get out and change the world together.